I recommend the book Kings, Queens, and Killers, Rules of Engagement to apply the information in this episode to your process. For your copy, go to Amazon.com and type Larry Ife King in the search box. Scroll until you find the Kings, Queens, and Killers book. It will have the purple wavy lines on it. All right, the instructional part of your episode is about to begin. Hey, my name is Larry Ife, and this is episode 24. And as you already know, it's called Killers. Um, episode 22, I introduced another book in this series called Kings, Queens, and Killers. Episode 23, we talked about one of the queens, uh, Queen Esther. And we talked, we applied her, the things in her life, to your life. Now we're going to talk about killers. Uh, this is chapter three in the book. We're talking, I'm going to give you an example of a killer. His name is King David. Like I said, these are real live people. It's, this shit is not made up. It's not a movie or nothing like that. This is a real person, a real king. His name was David. Um, he's got a lot of lessons about sex, about lusting, about killing people. It's, it's okay, just pay attention. Here we go. I can apply, we're going to apply King David's life to our life. Um, in the chapter, <clears throat> the first little subtitle in the chapter, it says, overlooked and rejected. King David, when he was going to be appointed to be king, he had like seven brothers. And they were all taller than him, better looking than him, stronger than him. Um, and when the, a prophet came to, to, to King David's house, to his dad's house, he said, hey, God told me I got to anoint one of these dudes as the next king. And the prophet pointed at each brother and God said, nope, 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 nope. And the prophet was like, well, you know, there's, I was supposed to come to his house and anoint somebody. Is there anybody else left? The dad was like, not really. Then he's like, oh, yeah, that's right, David. I got a son named David. He's out, you know, taking care of some sheep. He's doing some, some stuff out there. And he brought David. He went and got David, brought David to the house. And the prophet said, yep, this is the one right here. This is the one that's going to be king. So he anointed David king and said he would be king in the next, you know, he'd just be king soon. He'd be king of all Israel. So in this topic here, this chapter here, a lot of us were overlooked and rejected. Um, I'm, I, I don't know exactly how that applies to your life, but like you see, in King David's life, he became a, a warrior. He became a king. He became a killer. Um, he made the cut to make it into the Bible because he still stayed the course. He may not look like he was going to be somebody that's king material, but he was. God, with this system we're talking about here, God does not look on the outside. He looks on the, he looks on the inside also. Um, so I've been overlooked. I've been rejected plenty of times dealing with my addictions. Um, and you know, who wants to be cool with a crackhead or a cokehead, you know, or an alcoholic who wants to be cool with somebody that's in rehab? Um, that's when it comes to addiction stuff. When it comes to adoption stuff for me, you know, I try, I was, I'm black, but I try to be white. So I didn't really, I was rejected by white society. I was rejected by black society. A lot of you have faced those same things. But here's a good example from King David that that shit don't matter. Your destiny is your destiny. If you're using this process and you tap in to 
the uh, you tap into God and you pray every day and you pay attention. You read the signs. You see the signs. And you, if you understand that you can do, that you can do whatever you want to do, whatever God puts in your heart, if you understand that, and that doesn't matter what position you're in right now, then your life is good. You'll be able to fulfill your destiny. Another thing we can learn from King David is the next um, subtitle in this chapter, and it's called Do What You're Good At. He got he became great because he wound up killing uh, this 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 enemy warrior. This enemy, the enemies, uh, the Israel army, the enemy had a huge giant. And it's like I said, this is a real thing, a real person. He was a giant. And the giant said, if you fight me, if you guys send me somebody to fight, head up, head up, one-on-one, if he beats me, our whole army will surrender. I mean, that's the kind of shit they did back in the day. But for like a couple of days, the armies had a standoff because nobody wanted to do it. King David, he was a warrior. Not like a warrior warrior, like in the army, but he had protected his father's sheep. He had killed lions. He had killed bears. Um, so he, he, was all, he was all about the fighting thing. But before he got into that fighting thing, you know, that's what he's good at. You got to figure out what you're good at. Everybody's not going to be good at numbers or, um, you know, walking dogs or cooking hamburgers or running the company. You got to find what you're good at. King David, King David became king because he stuck with what he was good at. He did what he was good at. He was good at fighting and protecting. And that was the skill set that he used to take him to the next level. So if you're good at drawing, just keep drawing. Um, I don't suggest you do a bunch of graffiti shit like on the side of people's houses, but find a nice place to draw or do graffiti or whatever it is you do if it's drawing. Stick with that skill. You have that skill for a reason. Um, King David, he's a warrior. He, he, he was going to fight this giant. He liked to fight. He wasn't scared of a fight. But the next subtopic is called What's the reward? Before he fought that giant, even though that was his thing, he wanted to know what the reward was. And once he found what the reward was, then he went ahead and took care of his business. Same thing applies for us. Okay, you got a job offer? You know, what's in it? What's what's the offer? What's the whole offer? Does it make sense? Don't just take a job because you need the money right now. Look at the whole big picture. Um, let's talk about arguing. Let's say you have a hothead. You want to get into an argument? Okay, figure out who you're arguing with. You may be arguing with some knucklehead. Um, they always say when you argue with a knucklehead, now you got two knuckleheads arguing. What's the reward? What can you gain from arguing with somebody? You know, usually nothing. If it's a big, dumbass argument, usually it's absolutely nothing gained. There is no reward. So don't get involved with it. When it comes to addictions, what's the reward? Ooh, you get to be high for a little while. Is that it? Hey, change your brain. That's not a reward. Let's talk about adoption. What's the reward? Let's say you do find and meet your biological parents. What do you, what do you want to get from that? You got to know that before you go down that road. What are you looking for? What is the reward? You don't just do shit to be doing it. In life, if you want to follow this process, use your skills, use your brain. Don't just jump into nothing. Hey, what's in it? It's not necessarily about what's in it for you, but what's the reward? If you have a business and you're a business owner 
and you want to make a bunch more money, why do you want to make a bunch more money? Just so you can make a bunch more money? Or so that you can donate to charitable causes? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's the reward? When you align yourself with these Bible principles, you're going to look for rewards to help other people, that benefit other people, that give you a peace of mind. You know, it's, it's look for the reward. King David, his, his reward was if you kill this guy, first off, his army, the Israel army, would be the winners. Second off, the king said, your family don't got to pay taxes for the rest of your life. Third, the king said, you can marry my daughter. That's how they did back then, you know. Hey, it is what it is. Um, so David checked the math, did the homework, and said, let's go. Let's do it. He went out, killed the giant. His family did not have to pay taxes. He married the king's daughter, and the Israel army was victorious. That's a reward. That's something to shoot for. Um, okay, the next subtopic is called, in the same chapter, is called Apply the strategy that fits you. That giant is a real, like I said, that's a real person. He was big as shit. He was probably like eight or nine feet tall. David wasn't that big. Um, so if you want to fight somebody, you have options. You can fight somebody head up. Once again, that's not a good strategy because this dude was huge. Or you can stand back and shoot arrows at him. And throw a spear at him or whatever. Like I said, don't forget, these are Bible time examples. We don't have a lot of modern time. So David could have thrown a spear at him from, from a distance. And if he missed, then he just missed. Um, hand-to-hand combat, that giant would have beat his ass and killed him. So what did David do? He used a slingshot. He was good at using a slingshot. That's what he used. That was his method of of warfare back when you know in the day they didn't have you know AKs and SKSs and you know Glocks they didn't have all that stuff they had spears bow and arrows knives and I guess slingshots so David used he applied it the best strategy for him to fight this guy was to use a slingshot because guess what he's not close close to close combat he would lose so he approached the giant and as he was approaching the giant he took a slingshot, put a rock in it, and I guess slung it around a couple times and then let that rock fly. And the rock hit a giant dead in the middle of his forehead and killed him. See, you have a strategy. What strategy is best for you? You got to find a strategy that works for your life. This process isn't about one, just like the recovery process for addiction. Every, everybody's not going to get drug free or alcohol free the same way. This process we're talking about, guy works in many different ways. You see, he uses all different kinds of people. He used that little girl. He used David. He used all kinds of different people. He's using, he can use you. He can use me. What strategy fits you the best? Are you good with people? Then use your words. If you're not good with people, you know, you may have to pay somebody else to use their words. I don't know. Figure out what you're good at. Are you good at at, at getting your point across by punching somebody in the face, then I guess do that. I'm not saying you should, but if it works, hey, do it. Whatever your strategy is, if you're, find your strategy. Um, okay, the next subtopic in the same chapter about King David is called finish the job. When you have something to do, do it from start to finish. When I was in that rehab, 
they pay for us to run these races, like these 5K races, like three miles, whatever it is. We're able to start the race and finish it. That's a good feeling. You go to the four-month program, you start it, you finish it. Good feeling. If somebody tells you, hey, you fill this application and you can get the job, start the application and finish it. That's going to be a good feeling because you'll get the job. You'll get the reward. Start and finish. If you want to go find your, let's talk about adoption. If you want to find your biological family, start that process and finish it. Don't start it and then be half-assed and get nervous. Hey, if you want to do it and if the reward is right, geez, Louise, if the reward is right, fucking <laughs> tongue twister, um, then start that process and finish it. I got a dude, good friend of mine named Ned. He was in episode eight or whatever. He's doing a project called the DNA Project. He wants to find his biological uh, family. He's gonna take. He's gonna go all the way to Africa and find it. Crazy story. Similar story to a lot of other people who are adopted, who are black and who are adopted into a white family. But he's got a project. He wants to start it, and he's got to finish it. His strategy is the media. He wants to, you know. I'm not going to tell this whole thing because this is his thing, but he's basically, you know, wants to tell his story in public, go public with it. I went public with my story through books. He's going to use some other uh, form of media. What strategy fits works for you? Start the job, finish it. If you're working a job, if you're a contract employee, if it's a, if it's a three-month job, then that's what it is. Stay for the three months, start it, finish. And if you... And if you don't know what to start and finish, pick up a book. I got, trust me, I got plenty of books for you to read. I got Autobiography, I got Kings, Queens, and Killers. I got, don't get me started right now. I got a bunch of books for you to read. If you ain't got nothing else better to do with your time, start a book and finish it. Okay, finish the job. Let's get back to King David here. King David, his job to get that reward was to kill the giant. He loaded up a slingshot, pow, hit a giant in the forehead with a big rock, killed him. Not good enough for David. He wanted to make sure the job was done. He went to the giant, stood over him, and cut his head off. David wasn't messing around. See, Christians, people think Christians are, oh, you're Christians are so nice. They're so humble. King David was not fucking around. He was a Christian. He loved God. And he loved to handle his business. That's how Christian men do. That's how we're supposed to do. Um that's how he. That's how he became. That's how he. Those are some examples from this chapter of. Once again, the whole thing. He was overlooked and rejected. That doesn't matter. Do what you're good at. He did what he was good. At. He was good at fighting. What's the reward? He asked first. What? What am I gonna? What? Why fight? Why fight this giant? Why kill him? Why even get involved in the situation? What's the reward? He found the reward, and then. He applied the strategy that fitted for him. Find your strategy. Everybody's a strategy. Find yours. And once you find it, start and finish. Finish the job. He finished the job and cut that giant's head off. Now, David did have some flaws, just like everybody else. Uh, this next topic, this next subtopic in the same chapter, is called First Comes Lust, Then Comes Murder. In this part, he, he we talk about how when he's the king, he looked at a girl, and he wanted her so bad. She was so fine. She was taking a, a bath on top of her house. Now, who does that? I don't know. Houses were different back then. 
she was taking a bath and he saw her from his viewpoint and he found out she was married, but he didn't care. He wanted her. He had somebody go get her, brought her back to the palace. They had sex. She got pregnant. He got nervous. He got a hold of her husband, who was a general in his army, and said, hey, man, you need to spend some time with your wife. See, David was trying to be, you know, once you start lying, you got to cover up a lie. He's just like us. We, we have all done that. Have you ever done something and tried to cover up? That's what happens. The shit snowballs. So he told us his army commander, who happened to be that lady's husband, hey, take time off and go have sex with your wife. You know, go take care of her, you know. Go give her a tune-up. You've been out here in the field. You know, you need to go get some, you know. The dude was like, nah, I'd rather fight. So that didn't work. So then King David had him killed. So that is the whole, that is the chapter. That's the one of the stories in chapter three. There's four stories in chapter three of kings and killers that we can, of killers that we can learn from. That's one of them. Um, the other chapters, just like with Queen Esther, they follow the same format. There's lessons that are, there are lessons in the Bible that work for us. This is our process. It's going to be a different for everybody. I said that earlier, so I'm not going to keep talking in circles, but hope you enjoyed that part about King David. He was a beast. He was a killer. He was a king, and he loved God. He handled his business. Rewind this, this podcast and stop it and pause as much as you need to to catch those headings that I was talking about. Find the strategy. Finish the job. All that shit. Find out what works for you. All right. Uh, that's episode 24 is a wrap. It's called Killers, as you already know. Episode 25, come up next, and we do know what it's going to be about. It's going to be about kings. The name of the book is called Kings, Queens, and Killers. We talked. To, we gave a queen example. We gave a killer example. Episode 25, we'll give an example. We will give an example of a king. Once again, I get excited. I start to talk fast, as you already know. I will slow it down. All right. It's over. 25. Episode 25 is next. Take it a shit, but I will not give up. Give up. Take your time. time. You can only trust God. trust God. My own family I can't trust. I know shit fucked up. Invisible words I search for. I hurt for them. I curse at you. I hurt more. 